now recording. My favorite thing about Craig is his intro. <laughs> I hate Craig. I hate him. <laughs> he literally, I don't say that, then he'll leave, and then I'll have to have like five different, five t- different things to upload. Okay, I, t- I tolerate him. Tolerate is better. <laughs> uh, We're missing right. two faces. We are indeed missing two faces. Right, Let me but... eat my hamburger. We well, that's okay. As you are eating your hamburger, I will get to. I want to see it. Play this here in a second. So, uh, yes, we have rebranded. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to the now titled Marvels and Maniacs podcast with your amazing co-host or host myself and my other amazing co-hosts that are in here with us. We got Ricky. We got Layla. We got Josh. We got Craig. We got Echo, and last but not least, we got Veranda. Pretty sure I got everybody. If I didn't, I'm dumb. Anyway, uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and get started with this session. Uh, we finally hit double digits. This is session 10, Judgment. I have something to say. What? If you recall, session 10 of our first campaign was when we had our first character death. Oh, yummy. It was. Put this inside your mouth. It was. And it's interesting you say that. Oh, no. It's very interesting you say that, actually. Nah, Ricky. uh, I mean, Ricky's not allowed to die either. But Theodore is. Oh, I'm going to save him. He's not allowed to die. Um, Go ahead and adjust your music bots. Virian is running like Baywatch to come and rescue him. Bro, I gotta. Alright. <clears throat> you can't break a man the way you would break a dog or another animal. In fact, the harder you beat a man, the taller they'll eventually stand. So, you break his heart. You break other pieces of them until everything that composed them is broken, and then you rebuild them to suit your needs unquestionably. The Shadow King. Everyone was able to evacuate from the nearby square, thanks to your efforts. The air is still warm, the humidity low, and the sky remains bright, with the light reflecting within the Aether Sphere from the sun above. The Lifecraft creatures were able to help ferry some equipment and some of the remaining people to safety after the Order's sigil was displayed by Amaram, and the water spurts into the air from the destroyed fountain area before gently falling down as a mist. That sound, which is then interrupted by the disjointed grunts and howls of the four remaining gremlins. As they move their elongated limbs in a very unnatural manner, the bigger one, who seems to be something of a uncatalogued freak experiment, roars, its eyes burning a deep orange, blue saliva dripping down on the stone. The far gremlin that you were able to distract, Micah, finishes its snack from the Aether canister before slowly turning its head and setting its sights on a, another nearby invention to destroy, then also looks at your shield. The others, however, look at the rest of you. About a street or two away, you see flames shoot up into the air and remain, as if a maintained wall of fire. And this, in fact, is in the direction that Theodore ran towards. 
Theodore, you initially try to parlay with Scorch, trying to appeal to his more reasonable nature, but whether it was through fear or some other emotion, uh, he didn't trust you. He didn't think that you would all be able to protect him, that he was already a dead man. Uh, and you have also come to realize that he is a psyker, like you. Mm. In fact, you pick up at the top of the round with you, Micah. And I will also let everybody know that Theodore is in fact up of three hit points. Uh, before he was downed, he was able to use his psyker abilities to zoom, bring up a telekinetic field to help and try and uh, stave off some of the damage. And I will go ahead and uh, switch the music. Side eye. No. No. Don't die. What? No, no, die as in dice. My bad. Time <laughs> to die. You gotta, you gotta specify. These are trying times. How'd you like to start off, Micah? Ooh, it's my turn. It is right. top of the round, and you are indeed first. First thing that Micah is going to do is sprint over to the center of the square, getting right here, and then, in his offhand, raising his talisman, <laughs> he is going to cast a spell on the Gremlin Abomination. Mm. And that spell will be Compelled Duel. Stepping forward into the center of the square, Micah unbuttons the brooch that's holding the dusty cloak on and casts it aside, revealing that he has been wearing a set of armor beneath it the entire time. And producing his rapier, he'll step forward, leveling it at the creature and command in a booming voice, Pick on someone your own size! All righty. Uh, I believe there is a save involved, or no? There is indeed a save. Allow me to post the spell. All right. All right. Okay, so... You must make a wisdom save against a spell save DC of 13. Ooh, wisdom. All right. And they will fail. Blamma. All right, the way that the effect works is that as long as this spell remains up, it has disadvantage, hang on. You know, Shoot, you know what? I'm a freaking moron. I thought this had a 60 foot range. It do not. So I'm going to have to also forward to right here, spending my action. Fortunately, this is a bonus action, so nothing really changes. True. Okay. Um. Yeah. And so then, what would you like to do with your action? You, if you, my action was to dash. 
Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. All right. So oh, I sprint okay. over, present my sword, and cast Compel Duel on it successfully. It is ensnared by my challenge. All right. Okay. Well, in that case, we move on. It is the... I don't know why it's doing that. The gremlin. Uh, the gremlin's turn. Let's change that to 20. I don't know why it's doing that. <coughs> Grim upon And seeing you do this, it can't help but look at you, Micah. You know that this attention is now focused on you, but even as it moves away, it will attempt to swipe once at Maven. Woo. Whipping it's about its tail will... It will have disadvantage. Whipping about its tail uh, will he'll try to uh, hit it into you. See what happens. Uh, normal? Yep. Nope. Disadvantage. The first hit we have... I'm assuming an 8 will not hit you, Maven. No, it will not. Alright. Uh, it will be moving past, so you will get an opportunity to attack. Uh, if you choose to use your action that way. Bump him, please. Uh, um, the spell will end if I attack it. No. Your, your, his spell will end if I attack it. Josh's? Will it? Nope. Uh, the spell ends if you attack any other creature. Um, if a creature friendly to you damages the target or casts a harmful spell on oh, it. Oh, you're right. Okay, then don't catch. bump it. Bump everything else. Yeah. <laughs> Good catch. Good catch. Well, it's remaining two attacks. It'll uh, almost pounce towards you, Micah. Claws extending. Its claws will actually elongate. Uh, you notice that it has an extra two more than the regular gremlins, and it tries to slash you. It turns to pin you to the ground. That will be one. That's a nat 20. Oh, you. Oh, shit. All right. Oh, my God. How much damage? And then that's followed by an 18. Does an 18 hit as well? Oh. Uh, I choose to activate my Aether Bracelet. And which will give me an AC of 19. So, no. The second okay, one does not that's hit. That's good. That's good. That would have been 11 damage. So, the, the first one, uh, you, it was deceptively fast. Even you weren't prepared for how this thing would move. In fact, now that you're looking at it, its veins seem to almost grow a uh, type of hue. It's it's on something. And uh, that's going to be 14 magical slashing damage for the first attack as it gets you uh, right through the ribs, piercing your armor. The blow is catastrophic. Ooh. Uh, and then as a bonus action... As it, you hear the sickening, as it pulls its claws out of your side, Micah, is it then going to attempt to lick you? Can you please give me a dexterity 13 saving throw? Sure thing, boss. 22. All right, you succeed, and you're able to nimbly roll out of the way, just barely. And with that, it is now your turn, Amram. Uh, you're very quiet. Adeli fucked up one of these Perfect. gremlins, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Adeli yeah. did. Which one? This one? 
The yeah, there's one of these. One. Yeah. Gotcha. The one that's not near your ghost boy. I do need to roll a con save to see if I can concentrate on the spell. You do. <clears throat> DC 15. Now. Pray. How much damage did he take? 16. Uh, he took 14 from one blow with an at 20, and if he didn't act his shield, he would have then taken an additional 11. Right. No, so con saves are half damage. Half damage or DC or 10. 10. Oh, whichever okay. is higher. I was, yeah. Thank you. I was going by the actual number. Thank you. Alright. Yeah, you succeed. Um, both. And then you're up, Amram. Awesome. Yeah, this one awesome. has been uh, damaged. It's bleeding through its mouth. Like it looks <laughs> like it. Like it, like it. Eh, it doesn't matter. I'm going to cast sleep on those two. Yeah, sleep uh, on those two? Yeah, centered like around that area so it doesn't hit anyone else. It would be So these two here? Yeah. Okay. Uh let's see. That's gonna be my action to do. Alright, go ahead and make the roll. Uh would Renan not be affected as well? Renan is immune to sleep. Okay. He cannot be incapacitated or, uh, I forgot what the other one is. He's immune to pretty much, as a ghost, he's immune to, like, every condition. But his character sheet's there. Uh, how do you do it? There. 21 HP. 21, alright, this one will go to sleep and enter slumber. Uh, this one... Will not. Okay. And then I will have Rinnan go over to this creature and tell him to use the help action on Micah's turn. He does. This gremlin does get an attack of opportunity. Alright. Yeah, seeing that, it'll, uh, It'll stretch out trying to trying to nab him. And I believe a Oh, it was a fifteen hit? It does. Alright. Well that is nine slashing damage unless that is reduced. Is that damage magical as well as the other guy? Um it has not had Aether yet, so no, it is not. It is reduced. Alright, is that your turn? Yes, that is my turn. Sorry. Nope, pretty good. <clears throat> we then move to the gremlin's turn. We roll a d20 real quick to decide what he will do. Alright, instead of going for you, this gremlin over here will go to one of the inventions that was left behind and be snacking on it. No! The other two... This one will go towards you, Virian. This other one, however, will go towards you... Uh, an attempt to get your. Oh yeah, that was it. Never mind. I can't do that. One, two, three. Yep. Never mind. He's sleep. Uh, he will stay there, because I think that's kind of it. <clears throat> Napping. All right. Well, Miriam. Uh, let's see what happens. You didn't. Uh, sanctuary. Is it? It only. Yeah. Only a... Okay. 
I have to make a uh, save before it attacks you. Uh, any creature who targets me with an attack or a harmful spell must first make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. Um, and it needs to beat a 13 on a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Got Damn! <laughs> Damn! Okay. And with that, uh, it'll scamper up and it'll try almost like grabbing around and try to Bite your ankles. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I'm assuming you got 19 hits. Yeah. Uh, that'll be five slashing damage. Okay. And sanctuary is concentration, correct? It is not. It is not. Okay. Awesome. Well, <clears throat> uh, then with that, uh, we will go, and it is now your turn, Theodore. He's still away getting his food. Ah. While we wait, how big are these little dudes? Yeah. So the gremlins uh, are about, you know, raccoon to, you know, small dog sized. Okay, that's all I needed to know. I, I read the other thing. But I gave you yeah. three options and you said yes when I asked how big they were. So. Sorry, I probably like sped red. Um, but for this gremlin abomination that has like four arms or like four clawed appendages it's at least to your knowledge you haven't read anything or seen anything of it before uh the monsters guild has never released information on something like this as far as you know gremlins are not supposed to look like that at all but it's clearly gremlin-esque yeah it's it's definitely gremlin-esque um also brandon the combat music has been playing Thunderchild? Uh, no, you may have to um, boost up Hydrobot. Fuck Thunderchild. Damn, Ricky. Holy shit. Steamy. Look at that. What'd you order? I ordered a potato. You sure know how to make a baked potato loud, then, dude. <laughs> yeah. On that note, though. Theodore, yes. you are up. I am. Indeed. So, to be clear, what spell did he cast? Um, uh, he cast some uh, firewall. A okay. wall of fire. Uh, span is it from... still up, or did he drop it? It is still up. Let me... Uh... And does that damage at the start of the end? Because I know it's like some kind of persistent damage. Yeah, so let me go ahead and uh, repost it. Because I should also do that. That's good. Your wall of fire, solid surface and range, six feet long. All right. Um, when the wall first appears, each creature within the area must make an dexterity saving throw. You did and failed. Or da da da. End of turn. Ice. Yep. All right. So, I mean, first things first. I'm going to use my bonus action. Two. Second wind to get back some hit points. Did I make a button okay. for it? I did not. Oh well, it's D10 plus fighter level. Let's go! Okay, that puts me up to 16 hit points. And now, 
I'm going to use my movement and move back 15 feet, dragging him with me. Because he is still grappled by me. So I want to keep him within 10 feet. He is. Five. Okay. But me outside of 10 feet. Yeah, I guess he is. Alright. Um. Yeah, I guess you can just drag him on the the track involved. So, you said within 10 feet of you. So that would be to... Yeah, wherever the wall is, I'm I'm moving back. Me, 15 Well, then he'd have to be there. <clears throat> or, like, here, for you to, like... Okay, um, then, yeah, I'd be... Yo, I'd be moving myself to here, pretty much. I don't know how you want to represent And he's still that. grappled? Yeah, grapple. If you have somebody grappled, you can still drag them, but it's half your speed. Okay, so you want to drag him into the fire and I, then... I want to drag him, because it says at the end of your turn you take damage if you're within 10 feet of it. So I'm moving myself 15 feet away from it. Okay, which would which would keep him... 10 feet away from it, yes. 10 feet away from it, okay, I gotcha. So like here or here would you want him? That would be fine. Okay, here? Yeah, either, yeah, either one's fine. Okay. <clears throat> I will say to keep in mind, uh, here in this area are buildings. Right. So, like, also I mean, you can like go building. inside of it, but so is like our backs up against the wall. That is what you're saying, or yeah. Okay. So, am I backed up against the wall? Yes, you are backed up against. Okay. The wall. Then wait. So then, how do how does everybody get to where I am, or like how do I get to where they are? Uh, there's like a, I can move this over a little bit. There's like an alleyway like here. Okay. Yeah, let me move that. There we go. Okay, cool. Then, yeah, I'm right up against the wall. And then I will, using my other hand, I will swing on him with the sword. And to check for the burst, does it require me to you to expend anything to use a burst? For the aether burst? I don't believe so. I believe you can activate it as a free action, reloading right. as a bonus action. Okay, then I will swing on him one-handed with it, and I will use an Aether Burst and a Psionic Strike. I think Psionic once on each turns immediately after you hit. Yeah. So if I don't hit, then it doesn't expend the Psionic Strike. Yes, that is correct. Alright. That's why they're so good. <laughs> Ooh. That will not hit. Why do I have a... I, I shouldn't have emboldening bond on. But that's fine. I will use my inspiration. Okay. That will hit. Alright. Yes. So as I, I, I drag him, I've got my hand, like, gripping his arm. I pull him through the flames, and then I get my sword. And it just starts crackling purple. And then I slam it down onto him, and then it erupts in fire. No, it doesn't. It's a lightsaber. It's glowing red. <laughs> yeah, uh, in a last ditch effort, he kind of raises his hand, uh, still taking the damage, but uh, your saber is not able to cut fully through his prosthetic arm, but it leaves a nasty-like singe mark. And uh, he looks somewhat electrified, somewhat just like, just burned. Uh, more so than his the other half of his body is, and just ah. <coughs> All and right. 
to be clear, the damage types matter with this or no? No. Okay. Like with this encounter or like just in general? No, like specifically for him, I was going to say. No, no, I might, might have like fire resistance. Uh, that, it will. It, it might. Um, well, he because he may cast a spell, I'm not sure yet. Okay. Is, is it fire damage? Like That's what I'm trying to say is that. Okay, it will matter. Out of that, six is fire damage, four is force damage, and then four is slashing. Okay. As of right now, he will take the full damage. Okay. Uh, he does have a spell that may change that later. Uh, with that, we go to Scorch's turn. And let's see what our boy will do here. You roll con for the firewall. Oh, <laughs> yes. Good point. Thank you for reminding me. Let's have him make that con save. It is still up. <clears throat> Can you guys yeah. see that roll, by the way? Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay, good. So, yeah. So we get to him, and... He will... It was concentration, that just means you can't cast another uh, thing that's concentration, correct? Yeah, but you can drop concentration at any time. It doesn't have to be your turn. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think he will do this. He will drop concentration on that. Mm. As a bonus action, do Vanish in Flames. 600 feet. Um... So that'll be 1d6 to you. That'll be a six. You'll take six fire damage. Uh, I don't know why that's on GM. There we go. Let's get rid of that. Uh, and he will go to here. Hmm. Probably further, actually, because you are not his mission. Because I'm going to say he has to see where he can go. And then he will re yeah, he is a does he have a soul for that? He does indeed. Yeah. Uh, and then he will cast Wall of Fire again. Okay. Uh, and you hear in your head <clears throat> please don't follow. I really don't want to have to hurt you more than I uh, already have. Um, I'm sorry about the burn. And he uh, disappears. There's a burst of fire singeing you. And then it dissipates. Wall comes back up. And is there. And it can be up to 60 feet. So from here, that is 60 feet. All right. Uh, and then that'll is be his turn. Wall? Say again? Is this the new wall? Yeah, I'm about to... Because he doesn't want to hurt you, so he's going to keep it where it's at, but it's more so like if you try to pursue him, you'll have to go through it or go around. Okay. Yeah. Um, and let me expand that a little bit because technically it's a bit longer. It goes to here. 
There we go. <coughs> Alright, that is the wall of fire. And with that, we will go on to the next turn. Adeli, you're up. Adeli's gonna kind of skid down the building close to closer to Virian. Like, like barely touching the top of her head and she's gonna chuck um, two daggers at the gremlin right in front of her. Okay. 14 will- oh my god. Um... Yeah, that'll that'll hit. It looks uh, not just staggered. Um, it looks as if one of your daggers goes perfectly in, uh, crippling it, uh, just collapsing its knee. How do you want to finish it off? As after the first one just kind of goes into its knee and crumple it and crumples it, and then just chucks another into its forehead. All right, you feel this odd force <laughs> go by you. Virian, you see Adeli throw something, but you don't see anything. And before you know it, you hear a sickening snap as part of the gremlin's leg gives. And before you know it, blood uh, spurts from its eyes, from its ears, and from its mouth. It uh, spasms, twitching, before it is dead. Adeli's just gonna look down at you. Uh, I think the coast, the coast is clear. I'll, I'll go ahead, you follow behind, and she'll jump off of Virian's head and dash towards the wall of fire. Okay. I got 120 feet, Thomas. <laughs> I do. <laughs> what, what can it get me? Uh, fuck yeah. I mean, yeah, depends. So, okay. <clears throat> um, <laughs> if you're going on ground level, you stay there. I don't think you're traversing any rooftops. So, you go all the way to here. That'd be 50. Um, 55. You might be able to get all the way around it and still see what's going on. If you want to dash through it, you can obviously do that <coughs> with ease. No. Uh, it's really up to you. You just have to measure it out. Oh, you do first time a turn. My bad. About to say, I just I want to find Theodore. So would he be like kind of where he is on the map? Yeah, if you if you go all the way here and like take fifty feet of movement, you'll you'll find him pressed up against a wall. Um, the flames, uh, like licking, you know, kind of like on the precipice of all of you, and you can feel the heat, but you should not be getting burned. Adele will flatten against the wall like Theodore is, and just scrunch, wiggle <laughs> over to him. Ugh. I look rough. My clothes are burnt. Uh, yeah. what, what are we doing? Uh, I, I was trying to get um, scorched, but I tried to get him to calm down, but he attacked me. He wouldn't. I tried to stop him. I tried to convince him not to not to run off, but then I point to the wall of fire. And you see, like, wisps of smoke curling up off my clothing. <clears throat> he see Adele kind of rustle around in her, in her pack real quick, and she'll still hand you a healing potion. Oh, thank you. Uh, do you think we should follow him? I mean, there, there are gremlins in the, in I mean, the courtyard. I do, but at the same time... I can't. I mean, I'm not going to be able to catch up with him. Mm. And he might kill me if I get close to him again. I... 
I think the gremlins might be a bigger issue at the moment than he is. Yeah. If, if he made if he made this, I don't I don't know if we can take him down at the moment when some of us are distracted. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I don't. I definitely don't. I can't take him. I already got hurt by a gremlin. I don't. I don't think I'll be able to yeah. either. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll head back with you and help get the gremlins under control. Adeli, Adeli's just gonna kind of just claw her way up Theodore. <laughs> and Zazwell is still in her turn. Theodore winces in pain. As <laughs> yeah. inside, how big are you again? Like 50 pounds? Yeah, 45. Mm. As the third grader sized cat climbs in with his still singed skin. Alright. With that, <clears throat> Miriam, it's your turn. Okay, so are there any conscious gremlins left? Are, is there one left? Um, This one, who seems to be destroying the Aether Drill, uh, and moving on to the Worker's Gauntlets, and then this one. The abomination, the big one, the boy. Okay. Um. Hey, you know what? <clears throat> this will drop sanctuary, but at this point, that's okay. Um. I. Shit. The rain. Hmm. 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 How far away? How, how far away am I? I'm 20 feet. Um. Okay. Um. Okay, yeah. So. Uh. I am not looking too hot. Um. My calves are ripped open. And, uh, I already have a bruise forming on the side of my face, um, where I got bludgeoned from the big boy. Um, I am going to, uh, reach my hand forward and I pluck the air and, uh, a bass note of a lyre plays and I will cast... Uh, on the big boy. You yeah, will break my spell. Shit! I will not. I will not do that. I will not do that because I don't want to break your spell. Look, I look like the kind of guy who has everything under control. I've been stabbed through the stomach by this creature. I'm bleeding profusely. <laughs> I got this. Yeah, so... So instead, what I do is I look like I'm about to pluck the air, and then I see my spell, and I'm like, ah, I, and then I just turn around, uh, and I am gonna, s well, since I have my, my full turn, I'm just gonna go ahead and use my full movement, and then dash, 
to uh, turn and run. I can run to, I can get, yes, uh, I, I got 60 feet. I'll move there and I pop around the corner. I assume I see both of them. Yeah, same situation. You turn the corner and you just, it feels like a furnace. There's just, uh, this heat is radiating and they're pressed up against the wall, just gasping. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I, as soon as I see Theodore, I just do a big sigh of relief and I reach my hand out toward both of them, the come here motion. Theodore turns his head very uncomfortably, like, like, if you can see the way I'm doing it, like this, sort of like hunched over because he has a 50 pound cat on his head. <laughs> He's like, and you like, you see the like burns through, like, through the clothing, like, it's true. I'm not describing the skin, I'm describing the cloth. The cloth is burned. But also he is. Um, is intact. And he looks, he's like, ah. Hey, Virian. Yes, hi, Peter, is Ellie. Come on, come on, you two, please. Ellie's positioned very carefully where none, nothing touches his burns. But <laughs> just like. Can I move, Thomas? Sure, I'll, I'll allow it because it's okay. still RP. I'll say you and Ellie can move towards Virian. Alright, yeah, then I'll, I'll start walking towards Virian. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Uh, <clears throat> you see, as you get closer, uh, I am uncomfortably uh, heaving as if I'm pretty badly injured. Um. Uh, if he, if Theodore gets close enough for me to touch him, I will do a, uh, a cure wounds If Thomas allow it. I will allow it. If I allow, allow it. it. Oh, wait, yeah, because I used my, I used my, uh, action to dash. I don't have to do it. I can wait until... Oh, I meant because I, because I... I use movement. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can. <clears throat> I can wait. I can wait. Alright. I was gonna say too, like if you wanted to, like if Theodore's like was because they were initially here. If you just want to get between them, like that's, you could do that as well. Between who? You and uh, Adeli. I am Theodore. Yeah, she is sitting on my head. Oh, oh, yeah, so never mind. I the approach to top my skull. Oh, yeah, no, you can touch them. I'm gonna, yeah. have, I'm gonna have scoliosis. <laughs> <laughs> this cat gave me... Yeah, they're, they're in reaching distance if you want to do anything. Okay, cool, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I just uh, reach for Theodore's shoulder and gently touch it, and I will cast Cure Wounds on him. Uh, ba, ba, ba. I wince when you touch it because, like, <clears throat> it's really bad sunburn. Uh, so Theodore will get 
10 hit points back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um. So, it's magical healing. So, almost like these type of uh, scabs, like oily scabs form before falling off and your skin is just like super smooth now. <laughs> Looks as if it's been like healed pretty well. Oily! Yeah, I just reach forward, uh, touch Theodore's shoulder. I'm glad you're okay. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, he got away from me. Um, I tried to get him to stop, but he just attacked me. We can think about that in an hour or yeah, so. I mean, definitely can't chase after him. I mean, he's, he's long gone. Wait, we can't see him, can we? Um... Like, the, I mean, it's a, it's a wall of fire, but, I mean, you can make out some of what's behind it. And earlier, too, you did see that he did have to drop it so that he could teleport. And, you know, it's a burst of fire. You saw where he appeared. I, the I two main inventors. Hmm? Why did he have to drop it to teleport? Um, I, I wasn't entirely sure if this obscure division so i just ruled it oh, as okay. if if he wanted to like fully see you. where he was going yeah um and you you know that he's at the platform like you were able to see where he appeared and he seemed to get in an altercation with the uh the two main like inventors slash spoke spokesmen for the for the showcase so, like, yeah uh but you know one of them is ignore schneck the uh mentor to amram Wait, did he look like he was attacking them, or like he, like... Uh, it looked like he was trying to get something from them. Oh, no. That's how you were able to discern before the fire went back up. Yeah, I think he's trying to get something from uh, those guys up on the stage over there, but... I mean, I... I can't even try to walk through this thing. No. No. And I would say that if you wanted to try and discern what was happening, you could make a perception check, but it would be with disadvantage. That's my turn. Okay. Maven. Woo! So, watching everybody kind of being okay, I look at this little this little fucker over here, munching away at the table. Um... And then I look at Micah. How's he looking? How's Micah looking? Micah, how you looking? You're muted. He looks rather poor. He was just stabbed in the stomach. Cool. Yeah, I... <laughs> With a critical hit. I look at Micah. I look at little little dude munching over there. I look back at Micah. How's it coming over there? You need any help? His okay. <laughs> um, and I will uh, her <laughs> forward, and I I will um, come up beside it, and I'm gonna I, I jab it in the gut um with my fist. Will that break? Uh, it will drop through? my spell. It will. It will. Okay. Um, but I'm gonna jab it with my hand. 
Will you shut up? Oh my god. Imagine saying that to the gremlin. Did you just die already? Uh, that's a 15 to hit. 15 to hit? Yeah. I believe that will not hit. I apologize. Cool. Okay, I use Flurry of Blows. Um, it's been a key point, and I do Flurry of Blows. And uh, I will like, circle around and we'll try to jab it in the eyeball. Okay. That doesn't hit either. I know it doesn't because that's an eight. Um, uh, and for my, uh, instead of attacking again, uh, instead of using the second flurry of blows attack, um, I use uh, healing hands because I can do that. Um, not healing hands. What is it? Hands, hands of healing. Um, when you use your flurry of blows, you can replace one of the unarmed strikes with the use of this feature without spending a key point for the healing. Um, nice. So yeah, I, I try to jab it once. Nothing happens. I try to jab it in the eye, and I just give up and kind of rub my hands together. And this yellowish light will begin emanating from my palms, and I will raise my hand up and smack Micah on the gut with some healing. And he will okay. get... Uh, what is that? That is... He gets three hit points! Let's go! You feel, uh, Maven almost seems to be what strikes a pressure point, but instead of pain, your it almost seems like you're able to intake more oxygen and your veins uh, glow for a little bit before the glow subsides. <laughs> and you feel a little bit better. Almost as you've got like a small little boost, but not a lot. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of, I smack him in the gut and then I like grab him by like the sides of the face and give him a little pat pat on the cheek. Like, head the game. <laughs> it ain't much, but it's honest work. <laughs> Get your head in the game, boy. Then I will turn back to the and just take up position again, and that's my turn, baby. Alright, and with that, we go back to the top of the round. <coughs> as you were all doing this, is Mike, as you're beginning to ready yourself again, you hear beam, beam, beam. Uh, you see three separate streaks of light uh, emanate into the air like a lightning bolt uh, behind you, and a few streets over. You hear the clatter of almost uh, the metal uh, work of footsteps. I believe you hear uh, soldiers doing something about. Uh, that's it. Okay. Well. Wondering. Okay. How does Maven look? Maven... Full health!
For some reason. A refresh. There we go. You know what? Snuggled in. Let's see the world through different lenses. Yeah. Is one over here dead? Nope. He's eating some inventions. Yep, he is destroying inventions. And getting boosted. I feel like he's also going to turn into a giga grandma. You better not. Incredible the ideas players can give me. Okay. To start my turn, I will simply look down at the gremlin. How is the big man looking? Big man looks uh, looks winded, uh, but still up. Okay. Uh, Renan's not looking too hot. So I'm gonna uh, have him cast Inflict Wounds on the man. Alright. Reaching out with his little ghostly arm, he gives it a little slap. Ba-ba-bang. Does a 21 hit? A 21 will hit, and that is some hefty damage. Um... When this happens, you notice that's not just Renan, but the darker visage of you almost uh, comes out of his chest, and two more dark purple arms uh, overlap his and plunge into the creature as well. Uh, it is not looking too good, and it gives a howling shriek of just pain. And then, since he's used his reaction, I'll have him move away. Renan will go over here. Alright. Go to the normal gremlins. Uh, that boy is still asleep. Um, Let's go ahead and roll. Alright. Instead of going for you, Mike, it will move on to the next invention. Going to the gauntlets. Ooh. And that'll end its turn. Theodore, you're up. All right. So how long of a distance is it to get back onto this map? Uh, I'll just say just as it is, like the squares as it is. This is just a house wall, and you can go through the alley, so yeah. Awesome. Yep. Aha. That one's asleep, but alive? Yep. All right, all right. Okay, I think I got got an idea cooking. Ready? To... Oh, I have to start. Oh, I guess I'd have to go here and here. Never mind. Yes, then I shall move to here, and I will use my action to dash. Okay. To here. And I believe I can't do anything else unless. Perhaps. Is that thing 30 feet away from me? Which one? That boy. Yes. He is. Yep. I'm a yoinkin'. 10 feet closer to me. Alright, what's the save? It is. 
Papa Bui. DC 13 strength. Not 10 feet, 5 feet toward me. Yes. <clears throat> oh, what? He failed that? Wow, alright. Yeah. You hear me huffing and puffing as I run around the corner and I just. <clears throat> Yeah, no, he gets fucking, uh, kerboinked. Yeah, it actually does nothing, but, uh, I just wanted to do it. <laughs> He's now... Right here. Oh, no, it only moves him five feet, Thomas. Oh, five? Yeah, he'll just be, like, here. Okay. That's my turn. You got it. <clears throat> uh, and with that, we go to Scorch. Make some rolls. Alright. Ooh, okay. Oh, it's gonna come down to the lat to the wire. Alright. <clears throat> um, you all hear a commotion. Uh coming from well actually I guess you all wouldn't hear that much. You hear a little bit of a Theodore, but um Miriam and Adele, you hear these uh voices that are elevated. Uh, you hear no, please, I can't. Uh, everything else kind of gets muffled through the wisps of the fire. Uh oh. Um. Scorch is murdering people. The last thing you hear is I don't have a choice. And we will go to. You, Adeli. I will say that Varian's probably the only one that heard it, because I am still on Theodore. Oh, fuck, I forgot about that. <laughs> Alright, fair. <laughs> so, from where where Adeli is situated, she's just gonna chuck uh, two daggers on at the Mega Gremlin. Okay. And then, then she's gonna tuck herself. She's gonna shimmy down Theodore and tuck herself in the trees and hide. Okay. See those rolls. Oh, Nine will not hit. Ten will not hit. Damn. Alright, I'm a roll. I'm a roll to hide. Alrighty. Miriam, you're up. Alright. Uh oh, alright. So after, after uh, getting Theodore and Adeli in front of me, I will swing back around uh, the alley. Get up to there. Uh, I don't think it's gonna reach. No. Okay. reach the big one though so here now is where I will uh, <clears throat> I will uh, pluck the air towards uh, the big boy and uh, the liar note rings out uh, and it needs to make a wisdom saving throw or take 1d12 necrotic damage. Alrighty, let's see what we got going on here. Wisdom save. Fails. Finally! 
<laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it takes. It takes six necrotic damage. All right, is it six? Yeah. Yeah, uh, at this point it's looking staggered. Uh, it dealt some damage, not as much as it could have been, but uh, probably at this point it's whatever is in its system that is allowing it to uh, wreak havoc. But that should have been a D D12, right? Yeah. You just told it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Um, you've noticed that the glow from its eyes and its veins have it's begun to subside. Uh, you think that the gremlin is even beginning to shrink a little bit, but uh, still up, still, still angry. Agitated would probably be the more correct word. Anything else? Ah, uh, no. All right. I'm just gonna be standing there heaving. With that, go back to you, Maven. Oh shit, already? Wow. Okay. You guys know what you want to do, and I've got the stats in, so this is going, I would say, pretty smooth. Yeah, I'm gonna... Bop, bop. Mm -hmm. How bad, how bad off does this, does this big old boy look? Um, he's bleeding. Seems to be shaken. Uh, it's... It's looking really rough. If if a few solid hits were able to be landed, it looks like that might be it. Okay, it's I'm gonna. Too well. I will pull my stick from my back and smack it. I got a natural twenty. Yay! You did. I did. All right, first first nat well second nat twenty of the night. The first, first for players. Okay, quarter staff. Eight. Uh, that is twelve bludgeoning damage. Twelve bludgeoning damage. Mm-hmm. How does it look? Let me double check. <laughs> uh, as if, as if you could kick it and it would fall over, but it's still up. In that case, I'm gonna use flurry of blows and I'm gonna kick it in its little little gremlin jaw. Um, <laughs> I will I will rear back and just fling my foot out. Uh, that is a 16 to hit. That will hit. Cool. Uh, uh, that is five bludgeoning. How would you like to do it? Yeah, so I take my stick and I, I hold it like a baseball bat and I will and I, I crack the gremlin across the face and fracture its jaw and then I will rear back and use the momentum of throwing the top half of my body backwards to fling my foot out and kick it in the chin and break the other half of its jaw. 
Yeah, the double blow does that. As you hear the sickening, and you even see like a tooth fly out of its mouth. And with a... It falls over. And, and then I rub my hands together, and for my final flurry of blows, I don't smack him this time. I just lay a hand uh, over his gut wound, and we'll use uh, healing hands. Uh, hands of healing again, and he'll get three hit points back, because I keep rolling ones. So Micah gets uh, three hit points. Alrighty. As I pat him on the tummy. Um, back to the top of the round. Opposed to seeing those brilliant beams of light, Micah, you now see, uh, as a blue funnel of aether seems to swirl into the air, you see two gremlins over a house nearby, uh, just, uh, fall dead. And the metal footsteps are getting close, and you believe that you can hear a couple of voices, uh, nearby. Other than that, is it your turn? Okay. Um, let's see. How long do this sleep spell last? Does he look like he's waking up anytime soon? I don't think so. Okay. Like an hour. Alright. Let sleeping gremlins lie, says I. Uh, that's going to take all of my movement, but it doesn't matter. Micah will, uh, as soon as seeing that Maven has this giant gremlin under control and is putting it down, he is uh, going to start sprinting off into the direction of the one that is eating the gauntlets. Uh, excellent work. And he's going to zoom over there. And he can't make it quite there, but that'll be his turn. Okay, understood. You go to Amram. Uh, this is a stand, right? Beneath me. I gotta find out where you're at. He's on the roof. Yeah. And do I spot any aether thingies down there? Give me a perception check. Before I do this. Will this take an action or bonus no. action? Okay. Hold on. Oh, I'm very perceptive. Thirteen! Okay. You spot a level one aether canister, and you also spot the lodestone shield. I'm gonna jump off the roof and like sort of maneuver my way down the uh what is that the the tarp mm -hmm. to the level one aether canister okay. and I'll flop it into the thing move my mask to my face and take a little hit okay to boost a spell all right and the spell that I would like to boost is magic missile. Okay. Okay. Uh, 
so as you run up to the, uh, oops, that's wrong. As you run up to the Gwimlin, uh, you just arrive as, how many is that? Four? Four guys zoom past you, dealing 11 damage to the Gremlin, all hitting at the same time. Yeah, uh, you breathe it in, your skin glows more than it does, and you hear the other part of yourself in your mind go, yes, breathe it in, and it, it dies. <laughs> Um, with that, double check something. Uh, yeah, actually, that, um, that will end combat. Yay. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Any more Aether around? Also, I'll make Renan invisible. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Um. Okay. You, uh. Yeah. I'm gonna wait for Layla to get back. Uh, but I'm thinking we'll have our 10 minute break at 9. Okay. Yeah. No respect for the game, leaving in the middle of combat. Really ridiculous. Josh, did you ever put up the stuff from your burger? Uh, Xavier <laughs> said that he wanted to use it after I was done, so I'll these burgers. Okay. Well, I, I put up the meat stuff because I, I didn't want it to be left out. I just left the vegetables. Mr. Beast Burgers? No. No. I mean, we could be a ghost kitchen for Mr. Beast Burger. <laughs> I'm going to go over to the tooth I knocked out of the, the Giga Gremlin's mouth and pick it up. Is How there perhaps? How big is How big is my Giga Gremlin tooth? Thomas is toned out. He's in the fucking bill zone right now. <laughs> um, I'm thinking about something I may or may not want to do. Continue. Sorry. How big is my Giga Gremlin tooth that I knock out of its mouth? I go that big. It. Yeah! Yeah, I pick it up and I put it in my pocket. Wait, right. that big? That's not that big at all. Oh, even smaller? That's super <laughs> tight. Wait, but I did it like that. That's like that big. That doesn't right. make any sense. Oh! Holy yeah. you shit. You go and pick that up. Yeah. Did it break off or did it get knocked out of its mouth? It, it broke it, off. It broke off? Hell yeah. yeah. Is there perchance any of the fancy belts? The unicorn belts? There are. I mean, you can give me a perception check. I I will. Uh, I'll need a perception check from you, Amram, if you're also looking to uh, try and swindle something. I'm not about swindling. Swindle. I was just this perceiving. Is, yeah, this, this is, is looting. This is <laughs> not <laughs> looting. I am surviving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah you know that the lodestone <laughs> shield is over here. You took the level eight canister. Della, you got a ten perception. I you don't see anything. Nah, I want to add. Hold up, hold up a minute. I want to reroll. I got zero. And I want to add. I'll take the die. shield. <laughs> I rolled another 10. Wait a second. I can add, <laughs> I can add a psychotic die. 
You're trying so it's hard. It's a 14. Oh shit, okay. Loot. Um... So, you know that the belts were taken away. Damn it. The only things that are left is the drill. And Micah had already taken the shield brace. Um, however, Amram was able to stop it before it fully siphoned out the worker's gauntlets. And there seems to be a smaller prototype nearby... Uh, with, uh, something diplomacy. Uh, it's kind of, like, scratched off and you can't fully see what it is. Um, but there's going to be two variants. Uh, it only has half of its charges left. And, uh, Adele will very stealthily. <clears throat> Grab and slide it off the table okay. underneath her cloak. Yep. Go ahead and give me a sleight of hand check as uh, two small squads of War 4 oh personnel God. begin making their way into the square. Oh uh, followed by <laughs> followed by uh, Laura Dombringer, uh, Sorrel Stormwood. Ooh. And one moment. I also have the cloak up over my head, so they have disadvantage at perceiving me. Okay. Uh, what did you roll? The twenty-five. Okay. Uh, and. Stormwood! Oh, he's the Monster Hunter dudes! Fuck yeah. And, yeah, so, you've got, uh, Sorrel Stormwood, Laura Dombringer, and Tessia de Veris, uh, who end up walking into the square. I'm in the middle of decapitating the Giga Gremlin. Yeah, you see another two squads of the Order, uh, with, uh, without Marshal Leox. And you still hear some commotions going on in other, in other parts. <clears throat> uh, you hear uh, Laura speak up. Secure the area at once. <clears throat> and she begins making her way towards you. Uh, she snaps, uh, pointing to Tesea and Sorrel, and points that way. Go, check on anyone in need in the other streets. And they give a nod. Uh, they take two Warforged with them. And... Uh, then they both look, and Tesea speaks to Sorrel. On on second thoughts, you may want to stay here. That thing, there was another one that Marshal Leox was dealing with. You may want to talk to Laura. I'll carry on ahead. And uh, she goes uh, away, and now Sorrel begins making his way towards the body. He kind of squats down, inspecting the ground, goes over to look at the fountain. <laughs> Uh, Laura walks very briskly up to you, Micah, and uh, uh, whistles, giving a wave for you to come over, Virian, and uh, looks at you, Micah. Micah, status report? <clears throat> Micah is unbuckling the shield that's on his arm, and as he sets it down, he says, We intercepted an individual who has fled 
Uh, is Theodore here here now? Yes. Oh, uh, fled down that alley. Theodore was in pursuit, but they escaped. But shortly before they left, they warned of an imminent attack. Yeah, I uh, tried to. Oh, sorry. No. What happened? Are you okay? Uh, yeah. Uh, after um, after Virian and Adeli came and helped me. Um, but I tried to I tried to keep him. I tried to convince him not to go. Uh, he said like he was being forced to do it, but I offered you know to like that we'd help get him out of the situation if he just you know uh, painted himself over. But I tried to stop him, and then he attacked me. And then I think he went after, um, I forget his name, he's, uh, he's Amaran's mentor, up on the stage. Professor Schneck. Yeah. Yeah, as Laura is, is nodding along, listening, uh, she, uh, turns back to you, Micah, uh, looking at all of you, but you're all okay. Yes. Well, we're okay now, mostly. Any other casualties? Uh, I'll do a quick one-over to make sure that there were no civilians or anything that got caught in the explosion. Does everything look okay? Give me a perception check. Uh Uh-oh. Can I I look as well? Did not roll that high. Uh Uh-oh. It's okay. Oh my god, I need to turn this off. Five. I'm not going to look I, well either. Can I look as well? Because I you did may. not... Yeah, because I, I helped I'll Maven say, earlier, but I didn't roll for myself. I'll say that um, as Micah is looking as well, you can roll with advantage. Oh, having the okay. Cool. Alright, Micah will report. I don't believe so. We cleared the area as soon as we were made aware of the threats, and shortly after, well... He gestures to the hole. These gremlins came from that and went on a rampage. He managed to put them down. You said that Leox was engaged with one of these as well. There were more attacks? Uh, there was another, yes. And as this happened, um, due to some of the crossfire and uh, everything else, some of the attacks that were missed. Um, And just from the rumbling, the shaking of the fountain, you look over to uh, another one of the stands uh, in this direction, and uh, Laura hears it too, and you you notice that it's kind of uh, partially caving in. One of the buildings... Uh, is slowly toppled over, but it doesn't look too, too bad. But there seems to be someone who's trapped in, and he calls out, uh, is, is, it, is it safe to come out now? I'm, I'm, I believe I'm pinned. It's, it's, it's hard to move. Oh, goodness. I break into a dead sprint over to him. Yeah. Uh, and you're replenishing your sonic die, Theodore? Yeah, it's just a bonus action. Okay. Um, is there any flare that happens with that or no? Might just glow purple a little bit, but that's it. Okay. Well, in that case, Laura will um, immediately rush over 
uh, assessing the situation. Uh, she turns back to Sorrel, and I will get to what else happens in a second. Amram, you said you drug one of the... Whatchamacallits to the corner, one of the rooms to the corner? Yeah. Alright, what did you want to do? Uh, the sleeping gremlin I slept. I want to pull it over into the alleyway and just oh, sort of examine it. Does it look like the the gremlins that we fought in the uh, for whenever we first met? Give me an investigation check. I'm pretty great at this. Well, um, they seem to act in a similar manner, and you do know that it is abnormal for gremlins to enter the way they did. Again, they are menaces to society, and this it's not unusual, especially with you know, an, uh, essentially an aether fair for gremlins to show up. But in the way that they did, it is weird. But um, you aren't able to really discern or find any specific markings that uh, would would lead you to. 100% know that these are the same ones. Okay. That's all for now. I'll just sit down with it and vibe. Okay. <laughs> uh, she will motion to Sorrel. Um, send word to some of a man. Get that thing back for examination. And uh, track anything else that's left. Uh, you there, help me with this. And she's going to call over two of the Order members and two of the Warforged <laughs> to help her begin lifting uh, one of the beams so that this kid can go out. Oh, where is it at? Uh, it's over this way. I didn't see anything. Uh, it, where Virian is, essentially. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I'll move over there and I'll help. How big okay. is the beam? Uh, it looks like it was broken off from like one of the entire buildings. It's like a looks like a log. Is the guy just like pinned under it? Uh, yeah. Well, like, that is painting some other debris that is keeping the boy trapped. Mm, okay. Like, lifting it up would help. May I instead offer to use my sword with the siege property? Yes, you, you may. And this actually works out really well. So, as you do this, Laura uh, has a bit of surprise on her face as you begin uh, cutting away. Oh, uh, perfect. Um... And then she'll look back at the rest of the group. You said there was another man who got away. Um, we'll handle this. Go track him down and see what you can do. Make sure they're all right. The well, not the people, no, not the people, but like the people he was after. She um, told us. She looks at Virian, Micah, Amram, and Maven. I'm elbow deep in this in the Giga Gremlin right now. Um, Hey, Micah, it's up to you uh, whether or not you want to obey. Uh, Micah will crisply salute and then immediately turn in the direction that Scorch went down. I will give a flamboyant imitation of what Micah did with a couple more elbow spins. I stand up, my arms covered in gremlin gore, and I look at um, Guildmaster Stormwood. And I point down at the, the the Giga Gremlin that I was in the middle of dissecting. <clears throat> Do not run off with that. I still have pieces I want to collect. 
and I will wipe the blood and goo off my on my pants and jog after Virian. He looks at you with a very puzzled look, unsure how to respond. Uh, and then he motions back uh, to two other Monster Hunter Guild members that come by. Hey, help me with this. <clears throat> and my gremlin. Adelie oh, is was ordered to secure. Um, he will follow after everybody else after tucking right. away the gauntlet very securely. Yeah, I will uh, turn to Dawnbringer and as I try to go and do a salute, I kind of hitch in pain at once, good master. And I'm gonna start uh, limping, running, uh, in the same direction that Micah went off. Yeah. Theodore. To be clear, he did. they told the party to go chase after Scorch? The, the person that you had described, yes. Oh, uh, when they said, when they said, make sure that they're alright, they didn't mean Scorch. They meant to anyone that he might have okay. rung harm to. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I should have specified that. Yeah, so I pull out my sword and then it starts buzzing and it's like... Yeah, yeah. How do you, uh, do you just, how do you do it? How do you want to go about doing it with your sword? Actually... Yeah, I'll... I actually won't do that. I will just uplift it because if I'm, like, swinging the sword on top of this rubble while there's a guy underneath... Because it's not, a, it's not like a, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I gotta swing it. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I just don't lift it. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming you don't even have to do an athletic check for this, or are you just using your, like, psychic power to, like, lift up to however much? That's just my carrying capacity. Oh, never mind. Okay, yeah, give me yeah. an uh, athletics check. But I can, uh, I can double my carrying capacity. I, I can carry, like, 400, I think. I'll say, I'll say make an athletics check with advantage. Cool. Okay, yeah, between between the Warforged, between Laura, who uh, also seems fairly strong, uh, you're able to do this no problem. And then uh, the two Warforged almost, like, transform and shift, uh, their bodies uh, becoming smaller and conforming, and they go in and begin to uh, pull the boy out. <coughs> Thank you. Um, aside from a small gash in his leg, uh, he looks completely fine. Um, yeah. Uh, Laura looks at you, Theodore. That, um, the tool that you were about to use looked quite handy, though. What, what is that exactly? My tool? I didn't bring out the sword. Oh, okay. I thought you yeah, brought yeah. it out and then put it back in. My bad. Nah, yeah, sorry. Right. That's on me. Alright, never mind. Uh, other than that, well, Theodore, thank you for your help. You and your group have proven quite valiant and useful today. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Uh,. I'm gonna go catch up with them. Yeah. In case comes back. And then I'm the party. <clears throat> Alright. Um let's do these final rolls. Okay. So, let me go ahead and the wall of fire dissipates as you all begin nearing the, the corner. And 
down by the ground, you see Arthur, who seems winded, clutching uh, the last few documents. He's not bleeding. Uh, he looks a little singed. But the other guy, Eganor, he, he gets in the way. Look, I, I don't know who you are, but you don't have to do this. These people that you're after, they're the same ones that have been abducting the others, am I right? I'm, I'm sure you're scared, but there's no need to... No, no, you, you don't know. Just move out of the way. And you see his hands out. Uh, their steam is coming from his fingertips. I... I don't have a choice. If I if I don't, Deacon and his daughter, they... You don't understand. Just hand them over. They're always watching. And that's what you all see as you all get there. And Aganor is still in front of the guy, his partner. <clears throat> hands outstretched. Don't. There's still time. It's, it's never too late. What do you all do? Jump on him. I'm gonna claw his face. I'm going to. Is that <laughs> beyond? Is, is that a piano? Uh, it is. This piano. I wanna, I wanna hit. I wanna hit him with the piano. I wanna drop the piano on him from thirty feet. I might wait till after Theodore drops the piano if that's. I was gonna okay. say where you all are at. I would say you're at like this purple tent here. No oh, even better. That's yeah. Yeah. That is what I would like to do. Okay. Um, sure, are you just moving it to try and, like, knock, knock Scorch off balance? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Scorch is this one here. Uh, yep. And actually, let me rearrange oh, these guys. It'd be this. Can I... Do you want us to roll initiative for this, or... Um... Things... I don't think we'll need to. Okay. Do you think I should? It's up to you. But if, you know, we're all trying to do things at once... Okay, sure. I'll say, uh, everybody roll roll initiative real quick. We'll see how it goes. We'll go down the line. Um, I'll say if you think that there's something you can do to help somebody else, or that would be better to, like, combo with, just speak up if you, if you want to do something with the other person, or, like, say something. This is more so that everybody can just have a chance to, to do something. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you go ahead and, and do that. Uh, Theodore. And as that happens, how are you? Which way are you moving it? You're just moving it uh this way, uh this way. Yeah. Um. Do you want to go first? Um. Echo. Yeah, I'll go first. She got higher than me. Oh uh, wait, Amaram go first. Amaram. Oh, Amaram does go first. Never mind. Amaram go first. All right, that Amaram. What would you, plus what would you eight. like to do? Uh, I'll just maneuver Renan in t beside him, you know, just beside him, and then I'll. In if he takes violent action, I will waste the spell slot to cast inflict wounds and have Renan hold his reaction to cast it through him. If Scorch takes either an elusive or violent action, like if he's gonna run away. Okay. Or if he is going to do anything saucy, right, I'll, I'll, I'll just wait until my mental commands to cast inflict wounds. Right, there's, on. there's nothing you want to say? No, I'm wait, I'm hiding. I'm, wait, I'm, I'm waiting behind. Uh, All right. Yeah, I mean, well, give me a stealth check, cause like it's not like you. I mean, 
half of you are in like this open area. It's not like he doesn't notice you. Is this not a tent? Uh, it's more of like a stand, not really a tent. Are we back here? <laughs> I mean, give me a stealth check if you're trying to hide. I'm not trying to hide. We're just running up and. I'm talking I'm to Amber. I'm trying to hide. Oh. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying he's doing. the faces of the party are trying to hide. <laughs> he, he's, uh, he's trying to kill him. Alright, what you got? I'm sorry, it's taken me a long time to find stealth. I'm, I'm zooted. Right, yeah, he, he jitters and uh, he looks over, hearing the footsteps come up. Uh, you try to dart behind the tent, but uh, he just looks at all of you, looks at them. Damn it. Should have just stayed away, Amram. And uh, with that, we go to Maven. Get in distance! So coming from the back of the group, I will duck low and uh, kind of Naruto run. Uh, I'm gonna come up and just uh, appear in front of him, and I just want to grab him. Uh, so grapple? Yeah, I wanna, I wanna lock my arms around him and. Uh, well, can I? Is it a grapple if I also want to damage him, or can I only do one or the other? It's only one or the other. Okay. Give him a bear hug. Give him a squeeze. Yeah. Can I? Um. I want to bear hug him and what's that? What's that thing where you you grab someone low down and you pick them up and you use their suplex. own suplex? Yeah, I want to suplex him. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna run up and try to suplex him. You could also just you know get him in a. Never mind. Never mind. I'm not trying to kill him. I'm trying to knock I'm him out. I am. <laughs> well, you got hurt by him. It, it makes sense. He cast a spell on you two times. So that's a 21. 21? Just suplex him, yes. Let's see what happens. Alright, you do it successfully, excuse me. Cool, let's see how much damage I do. Um. Man, I'm not using Wait, so you're not damaging him? Wait, are you grappling him or hitting him? I want to knock him out. Okay. The, the suplex was flavor. She's doing an unarmed strike. Okay, yeah, that's why I was confused. Okay, <laughs> yeah. well then. Alright, so sorry, what did you roll? Uh, 20? Okay. I rolled a 21 to hit. Okay, yeah, that uh, that hits. Alright, well, let me go ahead and add scorch to the initiative. <laughs> It's called role play, boys. You gotta make yeah. it as confusing as possible. I told you I, I want to knock him out. DM the actions you're taking, so that way you can keep the DM on his toes. No, <laughs> keep everyone guessing. Uh, he takes four bludgeoning damage. Uh, what's my call? What's your uh, dexterity, Theodore? Mine. 
Yep. Mm. Oh, he tied with me. Okay. Yep. It's uh, 12. 12? All right. He will be ahead of you. The bitch. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to... After I suplex him, I'm gonna stand up and curb stomp him. Um, I got a natural 20 to do that for my bonus action. I'm not using that die anymore, it's not doing well. That die is a dick. Okay. Uh, You add the the plus, so like, like if my, it's my, Unarmed attacks do 1d4 plus 3. So if I'm rolling double die, do I add the plus 3 once or twice? Once. Once, okay. Okay, cool. Um, that's 7 bludgeoning damage. As I then uh, will stand up and stomp on him. Okay. Can I say something to Scorch? Oh, now you want to say something. Yeah, you can. <laughs> uh, before, I didn't want him to know I was there. Now I want to say something. While I'm beating on him. <laughs> After yeah. this woman suplex him, okay. Absolutely, absolutely. This can be the worst of it, friend. You do that. Uh, just surrender. <laughs> yeah, As, uh, he gets suplexed and then... Bop. <laughs> Stop resisting. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of hop back away from him, and then I kind of <clears> flip <throat> my hair out of my face. You should really listen to Amram. I'm just saying. <clears throat> what you just did—that's <laughs> um, that's really not much what, compared to what they do to me. And give me a uh, persuasion uh, check, uh, Amram. Ooh, baby. You know, I could, you know, stop kicking your teeth out if you want. Okay. Um, instead of fully getting up, Scorch kind of, uh, remains kind of crouched. Uh, Wipe some of the blood off of his, from his mouth. You've... You've all signed our death warrants. You know that. <laughs> I'm fucked. And Scorch will do nothing. Theodore, you're up. Is this like the edge of the stage here, Thomas? Like where Maven is sort of like perched? Yep. So if I pull Scorch five feet over here, he'll like fall onto these stairs. I mean, yeah, but it's like five feet. It's not like super high. Right, right, but it would it would still be like a drop. Like he would still fall. Yes, but uh, technically the drop has to be ten for them to take. Oh, damage. does it actually have to? Oh, I'm yeah, not trying to take damage. Is, uh, to I'm pretty sure like ten is still like minimum for that as well. Like they have to fall at least ten feet, and then they like I, I have to make a check. I'm pretty sure it's when you take falling damage. You, you're, you're uh, uh, yeah. damn. Oh well. Then I will just use my action to lift the piano thirty feet in the air. Not this again. We already tried this once, man. And drop it on him. Fuck! Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. 
And yeah, this is what Theodore did the first time he fucking dropped a crate on him. And I... So, I want to use... If he, like, tries... To, I don't think he can move, but if he tries to move, I'm gonna use my bonus action on this turn to pull him back under the piano. I mean, him doing the deck save is like him moving. True. So. Okay, yeah. So... Alright. Do you see 13? Yeah, I don't remember what we decided. He succeeds just barely. What a bitch! What a bitch! Yeah, he uh, ducks, rolls out of the way. <clears throat> well, actually, now that I think about it, and he kind of like looks at the piano contemplatively. And, uh, yeah, anything else you do? Yes, I will run up to him. Okay. <clears throat> I will run right there, and I will pull up my sword and I will hold it with two hands. Okay. Listen, I gave you the chance to turn yourself in. Also, these two guys are the like professors, right? Yep. Hey, what are you still doing here? Get out of here! Uh, yeah, they begin running away. Scorch looks as if he's about to do something, and then looks at all of all of you and. Uh, Theodore, give me a persuasion check. <laughs> Okay. Uh, continue talking. To, to Scorch? Speak. Yeah, I, I don't oh, know you have been commanded. If, if you're done. Do it. RP. Are we, are we out of initiative now? I don't want to kill you. But you got, like, I mean, you tried to kill me. If you don't turn yourself in and you just keep trying to kill us, then I'm, you know, we may have to hurt you. Yeah, that's it. Alright. Yeah, Scorch looks back at you. Um, he's partially distracted. It looks as if he's about to try and stop them. Thinks better of it. I, I, I admit I, I did, did overdo it a little bit. I am sorry, but you just wouldn't leave me alone. Fuck. And Micah, it is uh, your turn. Micah is just going to approach and... Uh... He is going to say to Theodore, uh, Theodore, the manacles. Yes. And can I just, like, reach in my bag and throw them to Micah? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Micah will approach and begin, uh, sort of placing the manacles on Scorch. You just approach and put the manacles on, or is there anything you say? No, I mean, Theodore said everything that needs to be said. If he resists any further, he might get hurt. Okay, let me make a roll. Stop resisting! Okay. Scorch will not move and he will not resist however Micah as you put the manticles on him he looks at you with a very defeated look and he says this isn't where I wanted to be this this isn't how I wanted things to go you um might as well just kill me I don't think I'm going to be around much longer and with that, uh, if that is all, 
We bring her up. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, I will. Uh, I'm gonna get up here as uh, he's getting the manacles put on him, um, and I will crouch down in front of in front of Scorch. Look at me. Um, How those toenails coming along, Ricky? Why <laughs> <laughs> do you have to say something? Um, God damn it! Yeah. And uh, he he looks at you once again with a defeated look in his eye. I can't help but wonder why you're so quick to. Resign yourself to this. And I also can't help but wonder what is this impending doom that you speak of? Um. I. Things changed, people changed, Deacon changed. This isn't. This isn't what we expected to happen, they. They manipulated him, used him to, to get to me. I... And as you say that, this is where we will take our break. Oh, I was going to ask who Deacon was. I don't I know that. Them a little earlier. None of you know the name Deacon. Yeah. No, this is the first we've heard. Like. Yep. It's a good time for a break. Yep. I just finished a couple of nails and I need to pick the nose. Yep. Yeah. What are you all? Uh, oh, let me get Craig out of here first, actually. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on the first half of this session ten, and uh, we'll be back soon. <laughs> all right, and we are officially back for our second half. <clears throat> so. The of Castamere. That's always a good one. Which one? The Reigns of Castamere. That's always a good one for. Uh, if you can just pop it in chat, because I have one song to play, but. Oh, I don't yeah. know how to hide. <clears throat> Either that or I'll figure out something to add in later. But anyway. So yeah, we're back. Uh, Scorch was talking with, with all of you. Uh, I know you had a question. Some people had questions about Deacon or other stuff they wanted to ask. Um, but Scorch is in cuffs. He, uh, he's, he's just kind of like laying there. Uh, has a very defeated look. You were conversing with him, Virian, when we left off. So if you would like to continue that, I believe it was um, along the lines of why he was so willing to lead the life that he was leading or, or something like that, or stop or something. Why he was resigning himself so quickly. Mm. And uh, Theodore also was starting to ask who Deacon was. Okay. Um, I will let Adele go to see if she would like to do or say anything as well. And then I'll pretty much uh, probably suspend the turn order for a little bit and let you all converse. So, yeah. yeah Adele would just come up and pat because since he's been curve stomped to the ground, and they would just come up and pat his shoulder. 
I, I'm sure, I'm sure you'll be okay. Well, it's glad to see you, uh, still have the same, um, same optimistic attitude. <clears throat> Might as well, you know. But, uh, as for resigns, um, believe me, this, uh, line of work wasn't exactly my, my, uh, first choice. So... Mm. Who knows? Maybe you can go back to school someday. <laughs> I highly doubt that. <sighs> Adele will just continue to pat his shoulder comfortingly. They have him laying on the ground still. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> can I sit him up? <laughs> Micah uh, is going through his pockets right now. He kind of has a knee on his back. All right, all right, all right. Stop <laughs> resisting. Yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Do I find an arcane focus anywhere? Uh, give me an investigation check. I'm not being delicate about it. I'm flipping all of his pockets inside out. Oh, I know. Damn. Ripping his pants off. <laughs> Glad to see the Oops. order hasn't lost their uh, aggressive touch. <laughs> you blew up a town square. I won't have you moralize me, and Micah shoves him. <clears throat> yeah, to be fair, I am uh, not the one. You also tried to kill me, so like. I admit I did overdo it, but. Uh, but he, you also kind of threw a crate on top of me. Right after after you tried to kill me. Uh, tomato, tomato. I was the fire have killed you for the record. By the way, what? is it? There was a wall of fire up. Is has have buildings been caught on fire? How does it? So it's interesting you say that. They should be on fire. They are not. Okay. This magic. All right. With my investigation of two. Do I find it? So you you find a lot of like different vials and uh, some notes and stuff like that. Interestingly enough, though, you do not find an arcane focus. Let me, let me help it... you out, Micah. I, I don't think you want to be found with anything on you. Scorch in a deli wool. Also... Somat, wait, which is the one where you gotta use hand movements? That's somatic, right? Yep. Gotcha. Time to pull out the crowbar. No. What? No. <laughs> I was about to say, looking at his prosthetic arm. No! Our boy. I'm He's getting handcuffed. I crouch, I'm crouched beside Scorch. And I know his his arms are handcuffed, but I'm kind of like I'm I'm feeling up his metal arm. Um, is this his arcane focus? Is this is his prosthetic arm? Give me an arcana check. Well, don't ask me for that. Um, you asked. You're right. I did. Uh, I'll add zero to that. Oh, I still have a DM inspiration as well. So I'm gonna use it. <laughs> Ten. You aren't sure. Um, the technology you're not entirely familiar with it seems to have been partially made within the under Undercity or somewhere foreign um, 
And you're not exactly a wizard. So it's a little bit out of your forte. Yes. What is your Hydra command? Why don't we just uh, like is tap it? Fish? Like, if I fish him, do I find anything else that Micah may have missed? Oh, uh, what you get? Uh, I didn't roll. Just investigation. Mm -hmm. Is his 18. prosthetic arm attached to his meat, or? It is. Mm. Why don't we just put like a, uh, a gag in his mouth and tie up his hands? Like There's his fingers? Well, yeah, but like, so he can't move them for magic. Frankly, I'd like him to answer some questions for us before we do that. I got an 18 to run to pockets. So with an 18, uh, again, you find some interesting things that, you know, as Mike had somewhat found, some which uh, seem to speak out to you more. You do find one interesting uh, note, though, Adele. A note which seems to uh, reference a depiction to the uh, vampiric tapestry. And, uh, additionally, <clears throat> something, you find a, a picture, a very detailed picture of an older man and his daughter, and in the background, smiling, vibrant, no burn marks anywhere on his body, and they seem to be in a lab, some type of very nice uh, artificial car, or artificer college, is Scorch, and he's smiling. He looks very different from the from the person you see now. Uh, his skin is smooth. He looks healthier. Um, but the girl next to them is in a wheelchair. Though it's gonna push all of Scorch's stuff into a little pile, except for two pictures, and she's gonna back up towards Mica. And like have him like, like spread out in your fingers like a deck of cards, so he can hold it up so he could see it. Um, additionally, you do find one more thing. I'm sorry. You find a note. Uh, the whatever it is seems to be in maybe some type of cipher, but there actually no, it's not a cipher. Uh, it's just like kind of like scribble scratch, but very circled, underlined you see something called Compact Orange. Okay. I, I will show that to Micah as well when I back up towards him. Micah just kind of looks confusedly at all of this. So you said it was a note that mentions Compact Orange, a image of Scorch with like before he was burnt up and he's looking like a student? Yeah, like a professor or a student. He's okay. with an older gentleman on his left. <clears throat> uh, glasses has... reminds you of um, Evergreen. It's it's not Evergreen, but it's someone who you know would remind you of him. And to the right is a very young, elvish girl uh, with a weak smile and she's in a wheelchair. They don't look familiar, do they? Uh, give me a history check. And, uh, what was the last image? 
You said something about the tapestry was there too. Um, a reference depiction of the vampiric tapestry. Hmm. Neat. A brief history check. Let's go ahead and fail this. <laughs> Holy shit! Seventeen. Michael, let me take a chicken trap. Oh shit! All down! All down! Are you gonna take? Are you gonna take your boy? Uh, let's, go to a different chat. let's all go to. Let's all leave. Somewhere. Yeah, that works. Go to chill space. Yeah, we could all go to chill space, and you guys can stay. We're gonna go to chill space real quick, uh, Josh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll message you, Brandon, when it's time to come back in. I'll try and keep it quick. Well. <laughs> you good? Yeah, I got confused. What I'm the here. Fuck? You're good. I'll, I'll move everybody because apparently people cannot uh, do it. All right. So you're you're looking, and <clears throat> now that you've actually gotten a better look, Micah, you don't recognize the lady at all. You're looking at it, and you notice that there's a small purplish hue to her skin, uh, an indicator for early stage of mage blight, and for the man. You were with the Order, and this was a long time ago, like in your early days before you left. Uh, but there was a big... It was a big deal. It was a renowned scientist uh, from Valorant <clears throat> who ended up working under Zendelo. And... Uh, now that you're looking at it, Scorch 2, you recognize the halls. You've had to do some work there before, you know, for the Order, confiscating things, and it's the the old main hall to the Artificer Guild. And you can't exactly remember the name, but just from the face, you remember that it was a man who was trying to make a cure for Mage Blight or had his theories. But he came from the Undercity. Uh, he was low on funds. He was ridiculed for his theories. And eventually his experiments got... One might say dangerous. Uh, not in the sense that he was experimenting on people, but just what he was searching for and trying to make uh, prove that it, it had the chance of being volatile. Um, and Marshall Leox and some of the others had to put a stop to it, and he begged and went to every guild for alternative solutions, every guild of which turned him down. Uh, you're not quite sure on the specifics of that. Uh, but he used to be respected. Um, and then you're thinking about it a little bit more, and he mentioned the name Deacon. Deacon. Maybe that's his name. His last name starts with an A, you think? And that's and... everything that I grasped from this image? Mm-hmm. All right. I can bop over there and tell him to come back. Sure. Actually, I can just start. I have the power. I can just move them. <laughs> oh. All right, there we go. Yeah. How about that. Let's do that. Oh, right. God. <laughs> Micah, looking over the sheets, will begin to uh, step away from Scorch and uh, keeping an eye on him will compare to show it to everybody else in the group and uh, 
Just showed it to everybody. Just the picture or all of the stuff? All the stuff uh, that Adele gave to me. Uh, what's yep. the, the, the co- what was it? Compact orange? Mm-hmm. Yes. There's um, there's a note with like a lot of writing on it, but the one thing that's underlined, bolded, circled is uh something by the name of Compact Orange. Yeah, I is that the potion name? I see that. I reached my hand out for it. Could I read through that real quick? Of course. Grabby grabby. I take it. Do any of you speak? Goblin. I I think I might. Is it um, script? Yes. Pretty sure goblins use dwarven script. Sorry, do any of you speak dwarvish script? I speak goblin. You speak goblin, really? And dwarven, yeah, so. Oh shit, okay. Wow. So yeah, I speak a lot of languages, my dude. Um, okay, and you see. obviously have a background in that. Alright, um... Yeah, so I, using I, script doesn't mean you can read the words. Yeah, also, that's, just, yeah. that's just the letters that it uses. Oh. Latin I mean, I just thought they... No. Yeah, no. Actually... It's a different language. We're, we're not gonna get like to like the hefty thing of it. If, if that's what it uses, it uses word with square. You just script. recognize the letters. But that's... You know, Josh made a really dumb thing. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I don't know what was dumb about it. I know that like... Um, Elvish... Does Latin use... Latin uses the same letters as English. Okay, yeah, but we're not talking about like our language. We're talking about the mechanics of D and D. Like in D and D, I think like certain races, like, even though they'll speak something, they'll like their script will be in like Dwarvish or or Elven. Yes, but that's it's a different language. So they don't write down the same word. It's just right. using the same letters. Yeah, just because I. It's gonna can... sound different. If I can identify the different letters in a, in a phrase written in Spanish, that doesn't mean I can read Spanish. That just okay, means I can fair, tell what letters are. Um, but I do I do speak and read both Goblin and Dwarven, so. Okay. Um. Hmm. Damn, I gotta go to my notes now. Hold up. <laughs> oh. Let's see what we got here. I don't know if I'd get to. Uh... Uh, this is Deacon's background. Let me... Okay. Um... Okay. Um, as you're looking at it, you begin realizing that it's a letter to Scorch. Do you read it out loud? Nope. Okay. Um, let me go over this real quick. I am distinctly looking for info on Compact Orange. Whatever that is. Uh, 
Okay, I'm gonna be sending you a little bit, Echo. Okay. Actually... Fuck, I'm just gonna read it to you. Um... You can't just send it the whole actually, thing? Actually, yeah, I'm just gonna send this. Just... I'm, I'm telling you now, I will... Please don't forget any of this, because everything I'm sending you is important. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna forget it. Alright. <clears throat> Alright. Oh god. <clears throat> so this is all on the piece of Oh paper. no, this is just the first half. I'm about to send you the second half, which gets a little bit more crazy. Okay, but this is all of this all of this is written down on the, the sheet this is compact orange on, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I I will I will be reading this as everybody else is talking. Okay. Doing stuff with Scorch. Second part. Uh don't start yet, I have to cause if I send this exactly how it's written, then it'll reveal too much. I saw a word and it made me go, oh. So I'm gonna back out of there till you tell me I can read. All right, I think, yeah, this is like a small tip before when I have my notes, so that should be fine. Um, theory is. Okay. Uh, one, two, three, four, da, 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 da. Uh. And this is all written in Goblin? Yeah. Shit, boy. Give me an insight check. Maven. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna use, we're gonna use the the cum die. Huh? Okay. <laughs> no! no. <laughs> it's got like this weird white blob inside of it. Oh. There's power in the spunk. Oh god. <laughs> cum stunk. Nope. <laughs> that is correct. I was gonna say cum is starting the balls. Oh my god. Yeah. Um Insight is stored in the piss. That's a nineteen. That's a nineteen. Um to insight check the letter. Question mark? Mm -hmm. Okay. Can okay. I say, can I say something to Scorch? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm still crouched down looking at Scorch. Um, what happened to Deacon? Give me a persuasion check. Can I read it now? Mm, in one second after this check, I'm so sorry. Persuasion? That is a dirty 20. <clears throat> he looks at you with the same eyes. 
Deacon's um <sighs> To be honest, I can only pray that he's alive right now. I think a better question is what didn't happen to Deacon. So and sad. has it happened to others? Uh, he shifts his face looking down and just kind of um, shows you the burn mark. And now that you're up very close <clears throat> with him, you realize that it's not just his face. Uh, it goes down past his neck, uh, probably down further even, to the rest of his body. Now that you're looking at his hand, the prosthetic piece, uh, you see that his fingertips are also burnt. Which is odd, because normally through other means of healing, burn marks can be reversed, but these aren't. They're dark, permanent scars. Can you tell me who did it? Give me a persuasion check. Oh, not as good. That's a ten. Uh, he bites his lip and remain and remains silent. Scorch. My duty. We all have duties. Mine is to protect everyone in Farlith. And even the Undercity, and everyone else, and that includes you. The more that I know, the more that we all know, the more that we can help. I do is not because of the order. Then what do you uh, do it for? Well, it is my duty as your guardian, Scorch, to protect and guide as best as I can to prevent disasters from happening or at least have everyone prepared enough before they do happen I um they have a <clears throat> hold on a lot of places they've been planning this for a while you you said guardian, you don't, um... By any chance, who do, you, who do you worship? I think you know. There's... something you should know, um... And 
as this happens, <clears throat> you hear and oh wait, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Before before that happens, the scorch continues looking into your eyes. Thank you for reminding me. Um, I believe there is something Maven would like to read and share with all of you. And also, uh, something that Shelly may want to share as well. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm off in, in a corner reading, so. Do you want to, do you want me to read it or do you want to read it? I'm not reading it out loud yet. I'm reading it silently in the corner. That's what I said. You just got, you just messaged me if you wanted to. I have not read it with my own eyes yet, Thomas. I don't know. What oh, that's what you mean. I'm so sorry. Yes, you, told you me can not read, to read it. Now. it. <laughs> you told me not to read I it. I did. I, I I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm trying to segment. Yeah, I will give you. I will give you a chance to read it. Yes, I'm off in the corner while they are talking to Scorch, reading this. Adele will approach where Virian is with um, Scorch, and she'll kind of she'll kind of turn the other letter that she's reading towards his face. Uh, if you give more information, you you'll probably be able to help Deacon deflect as well. If this letter still is valid. Adeli will, will concentrate really hard and stare at his head and ask him ask him in there if she can give fruit to him do you are, you are you still trying to help Deacon defect? Um his eyes light up as he learns that you two are a psyker um and he replies Deacon made a mistake. At first he spelt he felt spurned by the world, by the order, by by everyone. But but they're planning. Adelie has him so scared that he's trying to find a way to bring attention. Um and I hate that it's come to this the first time I tried. Well, I got punished for it. Um, the only reason why Deacon hasn't taken his own life yet is because everything he's doing, everything he's ever done is for his daughter. And with them watching over him like they do, he can't get her to safety yet. Is she the one in the picture? Yeah. Feels like a, like a lifetime ago. Amidala, she was the sweetest young girl. You know, we actually, um, we found her towards the end of, uh, the chaos years. She was alone. Her family had died. Deacon took her in. I helped. 
that was before the disease. Before uh, we learned that she got mage blood. Do you know? Do you know where she is? Is she okay? I have no idea. Do you know where Deacon is? <sighs> I have a few guesses. Heard what some things. I've heard at one point he was in Valoran. I heard at another point that he was in the Undercity. How I heard at another point they dragged him away to for an expedition. I don't know. Believe what me, kind, I wish I did. What kind of attention did he need from the Order? Say that again. What kind of attention did he need from the Order? This group, they call themselves the Sanguine Dawn, and they have worked in the shadows for so long. They have people everywhere, and recently they've begun poisoning the one deity that can stop them. He needs the order to do something, anything, to, to find them, to root them out, to stop what's whatever they need Deacon's work for. From what he told me, he said that people that operate in the shadows would one day be able to serve in the light if he finishes his work he's done when he's came to <clears throat> delay them to stall but they are growing quite impatient I can only imagine what they're doing to him threatening him with Scorch are they poisoning the watcher Deacon, or, sorry, not Deacon. Scorch uh, doesn't reply, but he does nod his head. I turn and I look at Adeli as they've just been staring at each other. <laughs> yeah, you see her eyes uh, glowing. Yeah, I'll just look back and forth between the two of them. Um... Adeli, Adeli will turn to Virion since he can since he can maintain it with two people. The psychic whispers, and she okay. will she will establish her into the into the mental connection as well. Oh. Yep. Um. Also, unless you're asking everything specific, uh, Squirt will pretty much go over what he's gone over with uh, Adeli. Can I ask a quick question, Thomas? Yeah, of course. So, <clears throat> in terms of uh, somatic... No. Yeah, that's hands. Mm -hmm. uh, components for spells. Are handcuffs enough? Or would you have, like... Have to actually like tie up I would them. say like if they're behind his back, 
uh, and you've got handcuffs on him, it's it's going to be very difficult. Handcuffs would be enough. Okay, to, cool. Yeah. Because I was going to suggest like doing a little cat's cradle thing with his fingers, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, especially if you, like, cross him. I mean, and you do at that point, like... I would say okay. you have to have, like, a oh, like full <laughs> movement. That's it, then. Because then I... Okay. Yeah. If we, if we are to alert the Order, I think we need to start thinking about next steps. This is a this is a whole another organization apparently behind the original one that we were thinking to be the big problem. This whole conversation Adeli's had with Scorch has been in their heads, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool, cool. Now with me. Yeah. Uh, I'll look at Scorch, the mind connection. See a tear go down his eye. Uh, I'll reach out and lay a hand on his shoulder very carefully. <coughs> what does the Sanguindon seek to accomplish? Scorch thinks for a minute, and uh, he isn't quite sure. He's only been able to go off what, of De- what Deacon was able to send him a long time ago, and recently, uh, what he must have had to do to even get this letter to him is the price must have been high. And he tells you the voice, Thomas. No, sorry, I, I, got a, I got a message from somebody. <clears throat> um, give me a history check to see if you know who Vecna is. Um, and... He knows that there, that there's something going on with a darker deity. He knows that uh, the main group is stationed in Valoran. He knows that... Uh, you know that Vecna is a dark deity. You've heard the name before, but you're not as familiar. Do I know what he's the, the god of? Is um... Like god of vampires. Say that again? Is he the god of vampires? I have it written down here. Um, Vecna is the... Essentially a god of undead and keeper of secret knowledge. Cool, cool. Good to know. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Good to know. But they've they've kept me at a distance. Have wanted me to prove myself, my loyalty over and over again. And I've failed them. So all that means is uh, I have one more loose end to clean up. <laughs> the brotherhood of brotherhood of judgment 
How many... How many of them exist? I couldn't tell you an exact number. I just know that apparently there are at least two others who've worked their way into advantageous positions here. They haven't fully secured themselves in Feralith yet. They're trying to. Could you recognize them if you saw them? Possibly. Give me, um... Give me an insight check, Adeli and Virian. We're all, we're all sitting on this stage. Is is it very obvious that, that that's what's going on here? That that Adeli and Virian are doing mind talking with him. Little- you would probably be able to discern they're doing mind talking. To anyone else, it might appear as mental interrogation. I would like to. I'm gonna be about. But we are all aware that they're not. The three of them are not just sitting there staring at each other. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Oh uh, yeah. As third, uh, I will just. I'll speak up for a, a second. Um, I don't know how much longer we want to all sit around here, not talking. Cause I'm pretty sure the order's gonna wonder what's taking so long. Just a, a thought. Yes, just a bit longer. You discover anything of note in that paperwork, Maven? Yeah, I feel like we shouldn't talk about it out loud in the presence of Scorch, though. So are we going to turn Scorch in? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And as you all say that, continue to discuss amongst yourselves the black mists and swirling begin to appear. There is a crater that begins to develop into the ground. And with a black burst of energy, there's a figure who appears cloaked. I I take a letter and shove it down my bodysuit. Who appears dark cloak and all. Let me get his character token out. Can I cover Sport in in the elven cloak and shove him underneath the stage? Uh, you will not have time to do that. Fuck. Okay. As he makes himself known, and he doesn't even regard any of you, almost as if he doesn't know or care that you're there. Uh, but he does look directly at Scorch. Shit. There's, There's this energy that goes with him. Amaram. Almost immediately, you recognize him. In some light, you you think for a minute he's Azerathian, but then you're like, no, that that can't be. The the golden tattoos aren't there. The facial features maybe, but and then you hear your darker self with a tone of voice you haven't heard from it before, a tone of fear, and it says, "He's like us." I want to stab him. <clears throat> oh, shit! How would you like to try and do that? Um, 
you know, standing beside Scorch, as soon as he shows up, my uh, dagger of warning will be like, oh, hey, there's a guy, and I'll stab him. Uh, I got it on my side, and I pull so it in my hand. your dagger of warning actually wouldn't go off, because it only goes off if they plan on targeting you, or a friendly ally. Is Scorch not a friendly ally to me? He's I'm protecting him. You know Someone what? With the way that Scorch. you have acted, I, I will allow it. <laughs> Alright, so what are you doing? I want to stab him. You're going to stab Scorch? No! <laughs> the shadowy man! Okay. Uh, like the are, leg are you going to gonna run up and try to stab him? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming, actually, that he appeared beside Scorch in the No, he's appearing here. right here. Er, actually, you know what? Because we, like, sort of created a... Oh, okay, I see him, I see him, I see him. Yeah. Mm. I'll say, but, like, between, like, the tussle and everything, like, those curtains are no longer there. They're, like, they're burnt up, they're gone. Mmm, I see. I, I honestly assumed he was going to appear beside Scorch. That's why I wanted to stab him. Mm. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Hair. He's just staring. I glare at him. <clears throat> but yeah, you notice that there's this purple glow uh, coming from underneath one of his cloaks. Um, can all of you please give me a uh, wisdom saving throw? Shit! I'm proficient in the. No, I'm not. Unfortunate. Uh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, this is not looking good. <laughs> Pardon me. What's mm -hmm. up? Is it rolling? It yeah, rolled. It, yeah, it rolled 11 and 17 mm -hmm. for you. Good. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, all of you are frightened as his presence gives this very uneasy feeling. You aren't quite sure what it is, but it is dark, it is unnatural. And his hands slowly unfold from behind his back. Well, Congratulations, you have made my job much easier. You know, Scorch, I <laughs> I don't know what Deacon's up to, but uh, he raises his hand. I believe your time is up. <clears throat> and a very dark beam of purpling of a purple matter penetrate Scorch as his eyes turn a shade of black. <clears throat> um, and a black halo appears over him and he begins seizing uh, the beam uh, piercing his chest, going through the other side and begins to go over his body slowly covering him in hmm? Is he taking damage right now? Uh, Scorch is taking damage, yes. I would like to use my reaction to use a psionic dive to use my protective field. Did he cast a spell just now? He did cast a spell. Or actually, no, it is not a spell. 
actually, I take that back. Oh, it is not. Uh oh, uh oh. Mm -hmm. Cool, cool. It's, cool. it's pure skill. With his body, cool. <laughs> but yes, uh, when you or another creature you can see within thirty feet of you takes damage, use your reaction to expend that psionic energy die. Roll it and reduce damage by rolled plus your intelligence. Okay. This would be considered attacking it, though, right? How heavy Scorch? How much does man weigh? That'll reduce the damage he takes by eight. By eight? <coughs> okay. Um, that is going to be 71 damage minus eight. So give me one second. Damn! Oh, I, see the beam I see the beam incoming in a purple ripple comes out of my hands and then it gets it just gets shattered by the beam oh. your petty little tricks won't work here Psyka but you've made my job easier if he wasn't a friend like that well I dare say he might have tried to make a dodgy escape so what's your job to deliver death and with that, he will then cast a spell and begin teleporting away. It's kind of a shitty delivery service. Scorch dead? Or is he just. What's happening to him? Uh, his body is being eaten away by the darkness. <laughs> and uh, as of right now, he is down. Unbuckle the handcuffs. I have a question, Thomas. Mm -hmm. When someone is casting, is is teleporting away, is, is there a point where they reach like point of no return where they can't undo the teleport? If he wanted to, could could Smoky Man decide to not teleport? Yeah, sure. I just wanted. I I, I, fr I phrased it very badly. I'm just wondering if he would. Interfere if, if we tried to, to, to help. Well, I'm not teleporting anymore. Okay, well, he already started casting teleport, so he might see it. <coughs> uh, but he's still gonna teleport, then he can decide if he wants to do something. Okay. Um. Yeah, as we're watching Scorch start to get eaten, and uh, Adeli gets down to unbuckle his um, handcuffs, I'm gonna pull out my syringe filled with healing potion. <laughs> I will pull out the healing potion that Deli gave me. Well, let's see if you are able to heal him. Because as of right now, Scorch is under the effects of corruption. What is that? That means nothing. It means something. Not to me. But what? Uh, that's why he ended with the dun dun So, um... They will have to, after being hit and taking damage, they will have to make a constitution saving throw. A corrupted creature's flesh twists in alien ways. Creature has disadvantage on attack rolls. Its speed is reduced by half, and if it tries to cast a spell, it must first succeed on a DC 15 intelligence check or the spell fails and is wasted. Additionally, a corrupted creature can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns. However, uh, oh wait, am I reading the right thing or am I on the wrong NPC sheet? Hold on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Uh, 
Why does that not apply here? Oh, maybe he can still be healed. I thought it prevented healing. Oh. Oh my god, maybe he can be Is healed. Is corruption considered a sickness, a curse? Uh... It doesn't specify, actually, which is the weird part. What would you classify it as? Sickness or curse? I would say a curse. Yeah, uh, as, as, uh, Smokey Boy is poofing away, um, Adeli's unbuckling his handcuffs, I will, uh, get my satchel and I start rummaging through and I will pull out the syringe that is loaded with a single healing potion. <clears throat> and I look, I look up at Smokey Man, what is, what are his vibes when I look up at him? Uh, to the guy who was teleporting? Yeah, yeah. Is he watching us try to save Scorch? Yeah, he, uh... Not sure. I'll say he's beginning to cast teleport and then sees this. Um, but, uh, he mutters something that you can't quite discern what it is. He goes away. Um, he, uh, he looks us as hell. Evil. Pure evil. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah, that's all I needed to know. Yeah, I'm gonna, um... I'm gonna, like an adrenaline shot, I'm just gonna stab him in the heart with it. Um... Is... Moki Man... This, this question is a two-parter. Uh... Looking at him... Uh... Is there... Is there anything that I have encountered in the past that resembles him or, you know, am I do I at least remember any information about after seeing him and what Scorch has told us? If so, uh, I, I don't I'm trying to see if uh, Cable Lorekeeper would work if he, if he is a uh, celestial fiend, fey, immortal, or undead? Any of those? Give me a... Yeah, you can use a history check with a cable or keeper. Regular healing potion is 2d4, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, can uh, he not be healed currently? Uh, I believe it's for magical healing. If you roll a... One twice with the thing. Do you keep you rolling till you get a different number, or with the syringe? I'm pretty sure it maxes it out. Like everything's like it's like a maxed out heal. It says when you administer a healing potion in this way, you may re-roll all the dice you rolled a one on. Oh yeah, yeah. If you keep getting one, you just keep going. Um. Also, it says that it repeats the check every turn, mm -hmm. which would be every six seconds. Yep. I'm rolling for him as we speak. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I... Oh, go ahead, Lila. Uh, for Cable Lore Keeper, it normally would use a religion check. Uh, but if you, if you would... If, oh, if yeah, I, yeah, sorry, you can do a religion check. I apologize. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah I, I'm gonna roll Scorch onto his back and kind of clear clothing out of the way of his chest, and I'm gonna take a syringe and stab him. 
right in the, the chest like you do with an, an adrenaline shot. Um, and he will get eight hit points back as I inject it. Alrighty. Let's see how that goes. Alright, <clears throat> you go to do that, and just as fast as it looks as if his skin would be healing and the wound would be closing up, this spreading darkness seems to be burning back away at it at the same pace. Um, I would like to try and do something. Of course. Yeah, when I see uh, the blackness start to cover up the, the wounds again, I look at both Micah and Varian. Either of you, you know, godly people have any way to do this? I look like I'm readying something, but I, I'm looking at Micah first. I will try to do Lay on Hands. And as part of Lay on Hands, I can expend five hit points from the pool to cure the target of one disease or neutralize one poison affecting it. I'm going to see if that will affect whatever is causing the wounds not to heal. Okay. So just kind of kneeling down, his eyes dully glowing gold, Micah places a hand over the wound and begins channeling radiant energy into Scorch. Does anything happen? Um. Okay. <clears throat> so, the darkness seems to be eating away at him further, uh, killing him. And as you do lay on hands, it seems to stave that off. But uh, it doesn't seem to work. Scorch is still unconscious. He's still in. Is the black stuff still eating at him? Yep. I am gonna, after seeing that Micah's thing doesn't do too much, I'm gonna start uh, plucking at the air in front of me, pulling these light blue glowing threads out of the air, and I lay a hand on Scorch's forehead, and I'm gonna do Lesser Restoration, just to see if that'll do anything. I'll post well, it. What is the restoration do again? Uh, post it. I don't know if it'll help, but I am I am grasping at worth a shot. Yeah. I'm loading my up my up potion <clears throat> into the syringe as we uh, are working as well. Ah, let me see this goes. Cushion can be blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. Uh it does not. Oh, it is a curse. Adele is trying to encourage him as he is unconscious. Well, as you say that, let's find out because I'm about to roll uh, Scorch's final death saving throw. So let's see what happens. Oh, can oh, I? I thought he was making checks. Oh, oh I, I did. Do? I did that before he rolled his death saving throw because he was still down. Can I do one more thing? Mm -hmm. uh, as 
That doesn't work. I just, uh, I look at my hands, uh, looking at each one back and forth, and I just say in Dwarven, and I lay my hand down on his chest and I cast Spare the Dying. Uh, so that maybe, perhaps, he will stabilize. We can keep him just a little bit longer. Yeah, can I can I attempt to stabilize him as well? Just like... Holy shit, that might actually it. work. I think that actually works because you're not healing him. You're stabilizing him. You've got to be shitting me. Hold up. Touch the living creature that zero hit points, creature but unstable as well as no effect on dead. Um, huh. That, uh, that will work. That'll, that'll do it. Um, and let me just out of curiosity. Say that one more time, bud. Stabilizing just for future reference. What happens if she casts the Spare the Dying on If healing is unavailable, the creature can at least be stabilized so it isn't killed by the Sentinel. Yeah, that is uh, correct. You can use your action modifier for. Yeah. Uh, thank you. But yeah, no, stabilizing actually bypasses corruption. That's interesting. Um, Does remain unconscious and stop being stable uh, if it takes any damage. Okay. Um, but yeah, it is a good thing you did that. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, Scorch looks to be at death's door. What happens when she when she casts it? Does the black stuff go away? What, what's happening? Uh, it, do- it stops moving. It stays there, and after a full minute has passed, it then dissipates. And Mystic Smokey teleported away, right? Yep. Alright, we need to get him. gonna wrap him in the Elven Cloak to help him. Yeah, we need need to get him to the the Order Fest. And I would like to Hulk out. Okay. uh, Out! To double my carrying capacity. That's why I'll be a goblin. Oh, wait, how big is he? medium. How heavy is he? You know, medium size. fifty pounds. Oh, never mind. I don't even oh, need shit. to. Yeah, I, I will just pick him up over my shoulder. He's a dense goblin. <clears throat> well, he does also have a full metal arm, so. That's fair. Yeah. Would, you, would, you, would you say that he's a full metal arm? <laughs> I would say oh, he is no. a full metal alchemist. Yep. Right. Uh, but yeah, with that, combat is over. Everything else is over, and you're hauling him back to where? The order people, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, right. I turn to Micah and Viri, and I'm like, "We're taking him to the order now, right?" Like, yes, absolutely. Yeah, because I'm not trying to get you. Know, 
blasted by that. If he comes back. Let's keep a perimeter, just in case he shows up again. Yeah. I keep the letter I took from him, I keep that tucked safely inside of my bodysuit for now. Okay. Adele's gonna survey from the rooftops as we head back. Alright, go and give me a perception check. I'll have my sword drawn in my other hand while I carry it. Fifteen. I'm gonna add. I'm gonna roll a psionic die to add to it. Um, a sixteen. Oh. <clears throat> okay. Sixteen is enough. Uh, you survey. Um, a lot of the commotion just seemed to die down. You don't see uh, that guy coming back or any weird mists or portals opening up. Um, in fact, it looks as if a lot of the monster carcasses have been drug away by the guild. And back in the center of the square, you see uh, Laura, Marshall Leox, uh, conversing. Um, and as you're scanning, you... you look out and you see sigils in the air and it's uh, the headmaster of each guild looking to notifying that a different section has been secured. Um, and you see other smaller sigils appear by other squad companies uh, giving the okay that you know other sections are safe or still going smoothly. And off in the distance you you know you hear uh, part, parts of the festival still continuing on. Um some just aren't aware of what's happened. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, Adeli, Adeli kind of, like, sh not quite a shout, but not quite, like, regular voice. Just kind of calls down the, I think the way is clear. We head oh. back then. Yep. As, um, <coughs> as we're, like, across the way from the, um, all of the peoples, um, I'm gonna kind of grab the, the, the two people who are in front and kind of pull us to us. No, wait. Was that, I can't remember, is that, was that part of the conversation they had in the, in their brain or not? Where he mentioned there were, they, uh, the people had bad guys seated in different organizations. <laughs> I think that was in our. I think that was in the brain. Oh fuck! <laughs> Disregard me then. Yeah, mm -hmm. just keeping this letter tucked safe in my bosom. Uh... As we're moving along, um, Micah is going to say, "Virian, I saw that you and Adeli were communicating, right?" Indeed. Did you learn anything useful? A bit. Although Scorch was quite avoidant, we got a little bit of information. Hmm. Well, that's better than nothing. I imagine once the Order has a hold of him, well, we won't be able to get access anymore. So we'll just have to work with what you've got. Yeah. Perhaps they'll let us in on anything else they discover, but... Well... 
You know how it goes. Yes, I'm aware by now. How far are we from, uh... Oh, what happened to the two dudes who were there? They they did. You guys told them to run, so they did. Yeah, Theodore told them to run because we were fighting Scorch. So they dipped. Um, Okay. So, are we just... We just hand him off, and that will be it for us with him? Uh, I mean, I guess so. I mean... We should probably warn them about the guy who just oh. showed up out of mist and shot a laser beam at him. What's a laser? I've never heard of that before. Is that it's, it's actually an acronym. Oh, what, what does it stand for? Um, bigger words that I don't know. Oh, that must be like using an acronym. Yeah. It compacts it all together. But yes, I, I agree we should definitely inform them of, uh, the guy. The fucking guy. Who? What was that? Somebody I hope we don't have to meet again. Uh, we all probably know as much as you. Shows up. <laughs> Pew! I can see if I can find something out about him, but... I don't know. Is that... See? I think we've seen C before. Yeah, I... I don't... Think. Well, we kind of saw his face in the... in the cave when we first met Scorch. He kind of looked different the next time we saw him, too. So maybe... Maybe he can change faces. Something a bit troubling, though, the sanguine dawn, the Brotherhood of Judgment. I'm not entirely clear on how the two are connected, but um, they are everywhere. There are individuals that are working with them in, likely in within multiple organizations, multiple guilds. Do you think that there might be some in the Order as well? Absolutely. Well, Every organization, no matter how noble their goal might be, is open to corruption, so... That is true. And I imagine having a seat somewhere within the Order would be pretty tempting. Perhaps, but, well, they are very rigorous in affirming the integrity of their members. They use numerous spells to keep track of such things. If anyone were being dishonest or even possessed, uh, they'd have ways to know. Whoa. I mean, that's only an assumption. Most spells can be subverted. Either way, though, at the end of the day, it is the safest place to keep them. Yes. I'm not saying we don't hand Scorch over. I'm saying maybe we shouldn't 
at least I think. My people shouldn't share every single little thing we know about what's going on with them. At least not right now. I do I do want to get some juice comments as 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 we're walking. What sure. <coughs> sure. Yeah, I mean I think I think we should, honestly. Yeah. It sounds like most of the information pertains to the security of the city. What might be more dangerous in their hands? I trust it in their hands much more than I do in our minds. The guy can just show up and point at us and delete us. I, I look at I look at Scorch's unconscious body for a, for a long second, and then I look back at my friends. As you're looking, you just see Adele tip a bottle into his mouth. We should... I feel like we should continue this conversation after we're out of his presence. My... You are not my friend, but do not move. surrendered when I offered you to the first time, and the second, and the third, and the fourth. He was the reason I <coughs> didn't. Yeah, he kinda, he kinda really shot you. Yeah, I mean, he kinda, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, if you had, you know, you wouldn't have been there for him to, you know, do that. Who? was that? Did you consider that maybe I didn't want him to do that to any of you? And... He kind of ran away. Well, he kind of... We were with you... Anyways, anyways. It's weird logic on your part, but... Who is he? His name is... Silas Cadwalder. And... He heads both the Brotherhood of Judgment and the Sanguine Dawn. How are the two related? Are they two different organizations? Different branches of another one? Um, at one point they were separate, but um, they've decided that by pooling together their resources that, well, uh, more beneficial that way. One hates the consulate, and the other wants to do something with the world, I guess. I might have some idea. Fuck, my body burns. That will happen when you get a curse purged from, you know, your veins. But hey, at least you're alive, you know? You were worried yeah. for nothing. Yeah, the order will take good care of you. They'll make sure that you can't get to you. Yeah, that's what they said last time. Um, Scorch, I have another question. 
Does either the Golden Queen or the Red Queen mean anything to you? Have you ever heard it? <laughs> you can't, can't be serious. Come on. The Golden Queen? And as you're all uh, approaching back and you see Dawnbringer and Marshal Leox, uh, he just kind of looks in her direction. <laughs> Idolized golden woman. Come on. People use that term all the time in the Ninja City. <laughs> golden Queen's Lord Dawnbringer. Choose the red. Hell if I know. Uh, and as you were all walking back um, they both turn and look at you good god what did you do to him I, we still need to ask him questions is he alive we got ambushed no I mean uh, looks like he went through a fucking yeah Somebody attacked us and tried to kill him. Um. Who was it? Scorch. Well, he already he already told us. He said Silas Cadwalder. Yes, tell her. Um. Man named uh, Silas Cadwalder, (laughs) and. As Laura is uh, checking up on him and making sure that you're okay, looking to see who has any wounds, uh, Marshal Leox comes up and slaps you on the back, Micah. Well, better to act first and ask questions later. I mean, obviously, this man threatened their lives. Say they did the right thing. Honestly, I'm surprised that, well, frankly, that he's not dead. Glad you're okay, though. I want to judge his intentions. Give me an insight check. May I I also... He's very very fishy, man. I want to make a judge... I I want an insight check him as well. Okay. I don't need to. I'm already sus of him. I'm gonna burn another guy. He's already suspicious. Why do I need to do insight to be suspicious? (laughs) (laughs) You know, Layla's been suspicious of Leox since the moment they met. Like, uh, how how murdery are his vibes? One second. Damn, how amazing. How the amazing gap? 21 perceiving that. 21? Maven did, yeah. Wow, okay. Adeli, um, you try inside. I mean, he, he just got done with a battle. He probably helped doing whatever, you know, his blood's rushing. He's probably a little tired. And I mean, come on, it's, he's like, better, like, you know, superior and friend of, of Micah's. Of course he's a good guy. Deli is standing in front of Theodore since he is holding Scorch. Um, unknown to the rest. You catch, uh, as you're all coming back, you caught that Leox seemed to have a smile on his face. And then when he realized that Squirt was alive, that smile disappeared quickly. 
uh, before he uh, shook it off and regained his composure. Does he seem genuinely pleased with Micah? Uh, yeah. Um, for the most part. Yes, sir. Everything was taken care of over here by my companions and myself. But Don Bringer mentioned that you encountered some trouble as well. Is well, Mike, I'm a little wounded. Just because I'm older doesn't mean I'm not spry for a guy my age. We handled ourselves just fine. And it seems you did too. Begin to do me proud, son. And that Micah uh, beams a little bit and says, Thank you, sir. Well, they, um, you notice the same drop in composure briefly, Maven, before it perks back up. <clears throat> well, they seem to have captured the cell to do asked. And they're all still alive, I'd say this group is. It would be quite, quite uh, formidable, Laura. I dare say you're due for a promotion, Micah. Well done. Well, thank you. I, I don't know what to say. Uh, will you need me to visit the offices? Yes, probably quite soon. In fact, you can uh, probably help us out with our interrogation later. Yes, it might actually be wise for us to accompany you in bringing Scorch back so that we can impart some of the information that uh, we learned. Oh, information. What did you, um, <laughs> what could you have, what did you learn? I don't think we should share it all here. It's probably better at the headquarters than out in the open. <laughs> The guy who shot at us did appear out of thin air. I'd hate to tempt fate when so many of us have already been hurt. Well, I do think we should probably get, like, into the, you know, the order, like, the office before we really do anything else. Yes. So to get out of the open and everything, because you know, there could be another ambush. That's two ambushes in a day. Of course. Um... Marshall, take the others and put the showcase on hold for now until we get a better understanding of the situation. Understood? <clears throat> ah, yes. Yes, Guildmaster. And with that, let me make sure this is how it, is how it works. Yep, okay. Uh, six, seven, eight. So, Laura Dombringer will gather all of you and say, all right, <clears throat> Hans. Um, as I, as, as we reach out hands, can I cast message on her? Sure. Yeah. As we reach out hands, I'll kind of, uh, keep one finger just pointed in her direction and I look at her. We've gained deeper understanding into some new information. You are an active danger 
the Sanguine Dawn and the Brotherhood of Judgment are within the Order. And if Marshal Leax is still walking away and we can see him, I am going to, as I say that, look towards him. She gives you a very puzzled look. Um, and with that, as you all grab onto her hands, uh, there is a brilliant, radiant uh, ray that comes down from the heavens, and you are all teleported to her office. And that's Scorch's mind. Mm-hmm. Can I can I tell Scorch in his mind as soon as he sees somebody he recognizes to let me know? Uh, yeah, he just gives a nod. I can try. I have an idea of what they might look like, but I'm not entirely sure. Okay, I'll just, I'll just, I'll give him that brain message. And with that, that is where we will end tonight's session. Nice. Woo! Very good session. Thank you all for tuning in for Chapter 10. Judgment, and we will see you again next week for session 11. Looking forward to it. Stay safe and good night. Good night.